everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Spotify Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. One game left. Just one. We've made it. We've made it to the final, the final week, the final couple of days. Uh, tonight, honestly, in a season of absolute embarrassments, the majority of this game wasn't embarrassing. It was just another, another shit game for a shit team. Um, the decision at the end of the game with the power play to pull the goalie and go six on four, uh, down three nothing with a minute left. Uh, that's embarrassing to break a kid's first career shutout. Uh, if, if you're in the game, if it's if it's one nothing, two two nothing with two minutes left, okay. Uh, but you are simply doing it to some for some sort of moral victory uh, where none exists. Uh, absolutely fucking embarrassing. Um, calling a timeout with whatever there was. I mean. You cannot win the game. It cannot and will not happen. You're simply trying to create some sort of mortal victory in not getting shut out, um, which you did not earn. Like, I I know, like, I I hate the idea, like, an unwritten rule, like, when people get all pissed about, like, bunting to break up a a complete – or, like, a a no-hitter or something, and it's like, well, you know, he's got to get all 27 outs, and – yeah, like Comrie needs to go all 60 minutes and everything, but like the idea of you're not doing it to win because you can't win. You're doing it simply to break the shutout because, oh, yeah, we'll feel a lot better about ourselves 3 1 than 3 nothing in a season where we're the worst fucking team in the league. Like, that just, it was stupid. And it, like, it's a little thing. It doesn't actually matter, but like, you know. I'm watching this game. It's a post game about that game. Allegedly, I'm, it's the only thing that stood out to me for 60 minutes was how fucking stupid. That I mean, that was just that was an absolute joke. I'm so glad they gave up the empty net goal. Uh, I, my only wish is that Comrie had shot it for the goalie goal. That's the only thing that would have made it better. But all right, this is the second to last post game of the season. Uh, while I am doing a guest bartending spot in Moloka Hill, New Jersey at the American Legion next Friday for charity. Come on out uh, if you're in the South Jersey area, uh, you know, the Gloucester County area. and uh, You want to support a good cause, come on out and uh, get some beers off of me and my wife Ava will be bartending. But there will in all likelihood, be a game 82 post game Friday night against the uh, against the Ottawa Senators. This is this is the penultimate post game of the 2020 uh, 2021-22 Philadelphia Flyers season. Let's get to the calls. Let's lead it off with Warren Brody. Warren, you're live. Hey, the Buffalo. How you doing there, Bill? I I like your Buffalo idea. You're really thinking outside the box. It's oh. not. It's no. not what I'm thinking, Warren. It's what I think they're thinking. It's I well, think there's somebody, somebody in the Flyers front office has an ideas list, and on that list is call up Dustin Bufflin. It well, absolutely exists. Well, it could be Moose Dupont, but Moose is 75, so I'm not sure. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, just are the Flyers locked in the fourth spot now uh, in, the, in the lottery because the Devils are two points. Ahead, but the but they have two more wins. I'm not sure how that works. So I, fourth I believe the tiebreaker is actually regulation wins and not total okay. wins. But okay, but I don't have the standings right in front of me. But I I think they have it all but locked up. I'm pretty sure. They well, the way they played tonight, they looked like they were dead from they were just dead from the neck down tonight. So I mean, they just have uh, like. It's been over for so long for them. Uh, The fact that they've even been competitive in a couple of games, and I stress a couple, has been surprising because, like, they are so clearly just playing out the string. Yeah, and one other thing I wanted to mention, I'm getting emails from the Flyers. I have an 11-game plan, and uh, I'm getting threatening emails almost to to, to the point where where if I don't respond by tomorrow, I'm not going to get my 100 I don't know, 10% discount, whatever. Uh, so it's pretty funny. So I just responded and said, listen, I can't find anyone that wants to go with me. So 
I don't know if you can depend on me, but <laughs> next year. But I, I'm I'm actually going to respond that I need to see what the plan is right now. I don't see a plan. We're we're just we're lost. Yeah, asking sea. people lost. asking people to put money down now is such bull. Like I get they want to lock stuff in and they're trying to make you feel like oh well a real fan doesn't even need to know. But this team is so fucking bad. Like they, they're worse than the New Jersey Devils. They gave me two days to respond. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Talk, I, that's crazy. I mean, good. They don't have a guts I hope nobody, to call I, on the phone. They I hope call. nobody responds. They don't have the guts enough to call on the phone. Because they know the what guy. you're going to say. Yeah, I know, but I would respect them more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Crazy. All right, have a good night. Uh, hey, by the way, right. a question for you. You gonna do this during the summer, like when the season's over, like periodically? I Might think when idea. news happens, I think when news happens, we'll do something. I'm toying with the idea of, uh, and thanks a lot, Warren. I'm toying with the idea of like doing maybe a weekly playoff post game. I'm just torn on like how much hockey after I just made Ava sit through this whole season. How much hockey am I gonna make her watch on my off nights? You know, like. <laughs> we have we have this time off but yeah like you know like uh, the day Giroux got traded and deadline and stuff um the way we do the emergency post games we will have some sort of show like this um you know when things happen if they pull off a trade if you know whatever if they win the draft lottery shit like that uh we'll, we'll definitely do it for breaking news and things but you know, I, I still just don't know how much I want to commit to uh, outside of that. Um, <laughs> that's Kelly says, let Ava live. Like, and that's we actually, you know, we're one of those married couples that like spending time together. So I don't want to just like go down to the basement and watch hockey while like we could just be watching Modern Family together or something. Uh, Harris Barnes, Harris, you're live on the post game. Uh, hey, Bill, how are you? How are you tonight? Um, I didn't watch that much of the game, and it looks like I didn't miss much. So um, you didn't. I was really hoping JVR would get one. There were a couple of chances where I thought, man. Um, but it's really know. coming down to this Ottawa game for JVR. Yeah, just play him, play him twenty-five minutes, like play it like it's Game Seven of the final. Um, is like Farabee's playing banged up, right? I have to believe – I mean, I really hope he's not healthy. Um, not because I want him to be hurt, but just he he's completely unnoticeable. And for most of the season, you know, at least the first half of the season, he was one of the few guys who actually was noticeable. I got to believe something's the matter with him. Uh, obviously, a young guy like that, you don't want to, you know, like if, if, if Kevin Hayes was healthy all year and mailing it in for the last month, I'd be like, yeah, all right. But a guy like Farabee still has a lot to prove in this league. You'd want to see him doing a little more and just producing a little more. I got to believe there's something the matter with, uh, with Farabee. Yeah. I'm just confused as to why, like if, if he is in fact banged up, like why didn't they just shut him down a couple weeks ago? That's a great question. Um, I mean, yeah, um, Yandel got another minus, so like he's in to minus fifty. Um, he's not he's incredible, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess like if you're gonna do some like um, live things here uh, during the off season, like another one, like um, like outside of just talking about it briefly on the podcast, we could do one after the draft, and then we can talk about the picks. And, and other things like that or free agency, like just things around the league and relating to the team itself and like yeah. other people's feedback. Like it doesn't have to be long, but like um, things like that. And, but uh, back to the, the game, I think Frost has just been looking better overall, like the last week and a half, two weeks, but it's not like it's any, leading to a huge increase in production. And he's just like, he's actually moving his feet. He's skating better. And like, there's a noticeable, like he's actually trying harder. It seems. Yeah. He definitely has looked improved. I had to laugh before the game. They're like this month, he has five points in 13 games. Uh, and now, you know, it's five and 14. I was like, is this something we're bragging about? 
Like five points in 13 games is like, oh yeah, this young defenseman who skates well, maybe have, maybe has a little bit more offensive upside than we thought. Like under half a point a game is bad. Like that's not good for a forward. That means you're a, like a bottom six player at best. Um, yeah, for sure. And really, um, I was looking at it. The only two players that they've they've hit on outside the top ten since Giroux, um, off the top of my head, it's Ghost and Hart. Right? Is that it? I think it is. And like, where would this team be without Hart? Like, if they didn't luck into Hart, like there are a lot of teams with extra picks ahead of them. Yeah, I guess we could consider Limblom. Um, like, it, it turned him into an NHL, or I don't see that yeah. as an insane hit, but it's like, oh, you got something out of the guy? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nice, but it's not like, like the ghost or um, hearts where you get a guy who can have a 920 or a guy who can score 60 points as a defense. Yeah, like an actually, like, potential to be special player. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. I can't, uh, you know. Like you, yeah. yeah, I don't want to include Lawton in like who who else would you yeah. It's um and I think you guys talked about it on the podcast and you've talked about it on plenty of them where this franchise just do, like hasn't got that Sebastian Ajo, the Braden point, that just absolute home run of luck or taking advantage of other GMs screwing up and it it um brings back the question, is is the scouting staff for the Flyers just stupid? or like the GM, the people making the actual decisions kind of dumb. A lot of it is bad luck, of course, but like there are teams that create their own luck. And I don't think this franchise does enough of it. Yeah. It was something when we talked about on the podcast, like, you know, the Hextall plan, like it wasn't enough of a plan. Like, yes, there's a certain amount of luck involved, but put yourself in position, like the best position to get lucky. You know, like drafting 14 or drafting two, which one of those places had, do you have a better chance of getting lucky? You know, it's just, uh, yeah, accumulate a ton of assets. That works when those assets are in the third round. I don't know, probably not going to work. Uh, it's all of the above. Like, are they, are, are they unlucky? Are they stupid? Like, I, I don't know. I just think for a long time, there've just been a lot of play. It was you who like outlined a lot of the guys who've just been here forever. I just think there's a lot of people who don't understand modern hockey. That's really modern. And not just like the game on the ice, but uh, the way you manage the cap, the the way you have to build a team uh, and build an organization. Like, I just think there's a lot of people it's over their heads in this organization. Um, Would you say like the last time that Wells Fargo was like really intense and hard to plan, would it be the, really 2012 that devil series like you can go back and watch that three-air goal it's rocking and like dupes going off it just sounds intense like people are fearing to play in there and like since there's just not been many moments where it has that same 2012 before that 2010 2008 like those feelings yeah i mean they were awesome at home in that that first av year like that that run they went on but they were never like you know they covid comes so we never get to have the big moments to see what the home ice is like once once the team's finally good again um i mean that uh, that wayne simmons hat trick in game six against the rangers in 14 was huge uh was it the I think the first goal before they got blown out um, in the Ed Snyder bracelet game, uh, I think they scored the first one there. The place was nuts, but no, there just haven't been, there haven't been enough moments for us to see like the atmosphere because the few playoff games they've had, they've lost. And that's, that's been it. Um, And of, of years that the Flyers like didn't go to the final um, what's your favorite team? Would it be like the 08 team or, or the 04 team? 2000? Yeah, that 04 team I really loved. Uh, they were a lot of fun, but like I'm still – like the 04 team I was very fond of because it was the first team I can remember that I overachieved. Like they had a bunch of like borderline Hall of Fame guys, but none of them in their prime. And it was like all of their last shot. It was the first Flyers team I can remember thinking they don't have the talent and they're overachieving. Whereas so many of those Lindros teams like let us down. That one like really did it. But I just love the 08 team because I was 
such a Mike Richards fan. I loved the Jason Smith uh, captaincy, like that whole thing. And I just remember it better, honestly. Like it was, it was not that long ago. Oh four, Jesus, I was in what uh, sophomore year of high school, I guess. Yeah, and and oh eight, that's um, like you said with Richards, that's the Legion of Poon team with Upshaw, um, <laughs> Lupul, Richards, and you can throw Carter in there as well. And that's uh, that's Mike Knubel being clutch in that Capital series, and. Um, uh, if you want to feel old, Mike Knubel's son is in this year's draft. He's in this year. He was like, I mean, it's like Mike Knubel played till he was like 45. But and thanks a lot, Harris. I was just the other day I was looking at it because remember when they brought Knubel back? I'm gonna look this up real quick. I think that was the lockout year, 2013. Uh, let me see. Yeah, 2012-13. Mike Knubel played 28 games with the Flyers, scored four goals, four assists. That was – he was 40 years old. That's absolutely incredible. Mike Knubel. Oh, my God. Oh, Steph's here. Let's let's bring Steph on. What's going on tonight, Steph? Hello, William. How are you? You know, they've managed to do the one thing that we've asked them to do, which was lose. So that was cool. I thought you were here to tell me my chair is squeaking too much. No. Okay. Is it, though? Oh, I definitely hear it. Oh, well. Did you forget to switch to Ava's quiet chair again? I did. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mine's just so much better. I can lean. Yeah. I'm on the couch, so. <laughs> you want to take some calls? Yeah, let's let's talk about. Do we have to talk about the Flyers? Are we talking about the Flyers tonight? Uh, people usually like to in the post game. It's it's crazy, but people still have things to say about this team. So let's go to Jason H and see what he's up to. How are you doing tonight, Jason? Oh, nothing much. I had to I had to take a little bit off from the from the post game stuff. I was just like, I, if I can't add anything to this, seem like it was worth your time or mine. So. Here's my question. What do you know about Logan Cooley? Uh, close to nothing. Close to nothing? Okay. I, 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 mean, I don't follow the prospects very well, so I just thought that maybe there was something out there that maybe you know that I didn't know. I've been told he's a real possibility for the Flyers, and he, uh, he's the uh, – is he the large center? I don't know. Yeah, he's like five. I think he's like five ten, one seventy or something like that. Oh, okay. So no, he's not huge. Um, yeah, University of Minnesota. Trying to bring up his yeah five ten, one seventy four. Um, oh, from Pittsburgh. Great, that's awesome. Um, yeah, uh, he he seems like a real possibility in the top five. Hopefully, the Flyers lock up one of these top five picks. Uh, I'm not particular about who they draft because I don't know anything about any of these guys and. The last time I thought I did know something about these guys, it was that um, Nico Heashier and Nolan Patrick were the runaway top two picks in a draft in which they were by far the two worst players in the top five. So I I don't know. So since we're playing what ifs of possibly uh, getting rid of Van Riemsdyk, so if we we have the open money, the question is, are we trusting Ryan Ellis to come back so we don't commit the money to defense or which direction do we go? I guess the question is, I think they need another top defenseman regardless, but I mean, the Ryan Ellis stuff is so fucking weird. I have no, I don't know what to believe. Um, yeah. I, I hope he's back. Even if he is though, say he's back and healthy, his current injury, 100% healed. I still don't trust him to play more than 65 games because he usually misses 15, 20 games a season. Like, it's just kind of part of who he is. He gets hurt a lot. And now I'm just wondering, like, how much did Nashville know? Yeah. Considering what the Flyers traded for Ryan Ellis, nothing. They gave up nothing. Um, were they kind of aware that Ellis is just breaking down? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the case, but – he misses time a lot and this year he missed the entire season. So uh, how can you be confident he's going to play next year? Well, didn't hold on. Didn't Charlie say on the show this week that 
Like, there's absolutely no evidence to suggest that Nashville knew something was going on. Maybe not, like, whatever injury he supposedly had last year that kept him out a while. Because everybody said, oh, it's his shoulder. And then I think at one of his first times talking with the media, he was like, oh, no, I, I smashed a knuckle last year. It had nothing yeah, to do with that. my shoulder. Um, like, if it wasn't that specific injury, it's just like, yeah, this guy's body shot. Like, it could just be that. Uh, the last thing I'll ask you before I go, I know some people have asked about, you know, you guys doing NHL post games and stuff like that. Did you guys get rid of ice sport? It's just kind of a, a time commitment thing. Like right. we do the show once a week, the flagship show. Right. I do the post games and, and Kelly does checking out the competition. Steph runs right. all of SB Nation's NHL. Charlie, you know, has a whole other job writing for the athletic. Uh, you know, we all have other jobs. Uh, it's, it's just kind of a time commitment thing. I get but it. It's very funny that you bring that up because literally today, uh, Steve, Ryan, Kelly and I, I think, Bill, I don't know if you were in there. We, we discussed maybe doing something like that for the off season. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll see. We're we're starting to talk about it. Yeah, we just kind of fell off because we got real busy um doing way too much. Um but if it's something, you know, something that we can do more frequently than like twice a year, I think that would be cool. Well, have a good night, have a good off season and Bill WrestleMania was awesome. I agree, Jason. Thanks a lot for joining us. Yeah, Steph, like I, I want to do, especially during the playoffs and, you know, free agency and stuff, we can definitely do, you know, oh. more, more league-oriented shows considering, you know, the Flyers will be doing nothing for a couple of months and they'll just be more interesting stories. Well, apparently Kelly has not checked out any competition recently and I didn't know, so I'm the worst boss ever. I had no idea either. I'm just a terrible boss. Well, maybe I'm also a terrible podcaster. Ah. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, good for you, Kelly. I'm proud of you. Uh, what, what is there? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, uh, team is better than the Flyers. The end. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, how many ways could you ask this, the question <laughs> to another to an, to a fan of another team? So tell me how how are how are your boys going to torture our boys tonight? Like, <laughs> like how bad's your power play? Well, guess what? It's coming alive tonight. Yeah, uh, let's you go want, to. You want to score a shorty? <laughs> You've got your best chance. Let's go to Matt. We're gonna bring in Matt. You're live on the post game. Hey, Bill. You uh, you got me there. I got you. How are you tonight? I'm uh, I'm good. You uh. Guys are gonna help me sober up after this game. Uh, hello, hello, Steph, and hello, Kelly, lurking in uh, in the comments there. Were you at the game tonight, Matt? I went. I was uh, with a buddy of mine. We sat uh, second row behind the Flyers bench. Um, Lynn Blom got to throw me a puck, so that was pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he's the only one that made eye connection with me. I tried with all the other guys, but they. Uh, they thought, I don't know, I wasn't pretty enough, but, you know, it's uh, Limbaugh pulled through, so he's my new favorite player. You know, I can't blame them for not wanting to make eye contact with the fans after this season. They have to be a little embarrassed. More than a little. It, I, I can only imagine that they're ashamed. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, it's always a pretty good turnout here. Um, I find, you know, there's, there's quite a bit of orange in the crowd. Like, I think I saw a couple of fucking guys dressed up as gritty there. Um, you know, good, good for those bastards. Um, but, uh, just these guys on the bench, eh? like, you know, I'm, I'm watching them from the back, you know, when you, you look past the bald heads, um, like they, you know, it's, it, 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 it's a fun game to go to, you know, it's probably about, I don't know, six, seven rum and Cokes in there, but, um, they, uh, they just look sad. You know, it's like, it, I don't know. It's like Beethoven was put down. It's just, it's just sad. <laughs> Um, like, like Konechny's a guy that always has energy and like, you know, I'm, I'm just watching him from behind. I'm, I'm trying to get him to eat up. Like he was yelling at Getzel or I think that's who it was from Pittsburgh. And, you know, I, they want the season to be over and I kind of, 
look forward to it for them to just, you know, like put them out of their misery, eh? Yeah, I, I, like it can't – there's just no way they're having fun going to work, and a lot of it's their fault. But, like, at this point in the season, it doesn't even matter. I just want them to get out of there. Like, when they – did you stay till the end, Matt? Because I want to – like, when they call that timeout in the last minute, <laughs> what the fuck could they possibly – they're losing 3 nothing with a minute left. What could they possibly be talking about? Uh, you know what? Yo pulled out the, uh, the battleship game, and uh, <laughs> they were going over some strategy there. Uh, it's, you know, it's funny. Like we, we shit on Mike Yo and like, he, he's fucking engaged behind the bench. Like this guy's like scared to be like homeless. He's out there like working. And, um, I, I was impressed. Like he, he's actually talking to them. Torchetti's not doing shit. You know, there's some other guy there. I don't know what he's doing. Um, but, uh, they were going over some kind of strategy. I mean, I, I don't know what it was. Um, didn't work. It, yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a good old the, the, pat on the, the back. There's hope, you know. The the uh, you know, you did great out there tonight, boys. Just go and, <laughs> and have fun for the last minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can um, can, can we do like I I used to pull somewhere else, you know what, and like see these guys in person. Maybe this is a question a little bit more for the girls, like for for Steph and for Kelly. But who, you know, when you look at these guys close up, who's the best looking? Like who? Who who on the Flyers raises that scale of like the best looking guys? I was looking at that bench and like, my God, Tippin's an ugly dude. That that hair is redder than like the the Red Sea. It's 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 the the youths that have like the the, the influencer girlfriends. So some it, life in their eyes still. <laughs> no, it's no, it's it's the influencer girlfriends that make the difference. So it's oh, okay. Max, Max Willman. I know he's very attractive. Is he still around? I don't think so, but um, he he died last week, Bill. He died last R.I.P. week. R.I.P. R.I.P.D. I um, hope he's still alive. That would be a bummer. Who's who's the other? Oh, Ke- Kelly says Keith Yandel. Um, Kelly's into older men. That's that's a little strange. I don't know. He he looks like shit out there, man. Like we we shit on that guy all year. Like he he could be in a wheelchair out there. Like you, you see that sledge hockey <laughs> shit at the Olympics. Like that that's his next sport, man. Oh um, there's another there's another one of the youths with the influence girlfriend. I can't remember, but the obvious answer. The obvious answer was always Claude Giroux because, <laughs> damn, that was a fine-looking man. But I think the next best is Zach McEwen. Okay, he he he's got that stash. Like he 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 looks he looks pretty good, you know. It's just That's... like it, it's it's the face, the hair, the and and the vibes. Yeah, the vibes. He's got. Yeah, the yeah. Yeah, you you you'd swipe on that. And, and Bill, you know what? You didn't answer this question. We uh, we're we're gonna go and ask you here. You know, I I got to uh, because I too during the game made fun of Owen Tippett, and my <laughs> wife is off. My wife is also a redhead. I have to go. I have to go. Owen Tippett. Uh, okay. You know, I I gotta say, uh, you gotta love those gingers. You you know, I love them redheads. Man. Uh, Anonymous anonymous dude says Faraby isn't bad looking, and I would like to say Faraby is the guy who I would absolutely fall in love with and text six times a day, and he would respond once a week. Smart man. Like, yeah, agree on Joel (laughs) Faraby. I love how this show just goes totally off the rails as soon as someone else joins. Uh, it's my favorite thing. It's no, this is my favorite. <laughs> Steph, getting too real. Listen, <laughs> women text first. Sometimes, sometimes, um, sometimes. That's my response. <laughs> Let's go to Patrick Reed Miller. Patrick, you're live on the post game. Hello, Bill and Steph. Welcome back. How are y'all doing? Thanks. Very well. How are you tonight? Well, before I get into anything, Steph, you are awesome. Fuck those one-star podcast reviews you guys you got or whatever. Oh, thank like, you. Fuck them. Like who cares? Thank you. Yeah, I, also, I was. Like, thank you for sharing. I, yeah, that was that blew my mind. Those people. Yeah. First off. I, the only reason that I like shared them, like sometimes I do it because I'm like feeling real bad about myself. But that time it was like, listen, guys, like if you don't like me, that's fine. I don't care. But like, just don't listen to the podcast. 
it's it's not content for you if you don't like it. Like this, it's very easy. So anyway, I appreciate I appreciate you and everyone else in here because you're all fantastic. And even if you hate me, you don't say it out loud. <laughs> That's you know, just keep it to yourself. That's fine too. Uh, yeah, but uh, well, Bill, we did it. We have one more fucking game left of our most popular player in this post game, Keith Yandel. One more game, Sonk. I'm so ready for him to be gone. I just, I, I'm just looking at the box score here now, and like we've definitely made way too much of a thing from the the show this week to tonight of plus minus, but the team loses four nothing tonight. Uh, and of course, two of the goals are uh, they're on the penalty kill, so there's no plus or minus awarded. Everybody on the team is either even or minus one. Keith Yandel minus two. It's <laughs> like it's unfucking believable how much it happens. And to be fair, he played like more than double what he's been playing. He played over 16 minutes tonight, and he's been like under 10 most of the season. Uh, but it's like. The guy just bleeds goals against. He cannot play a little bit. And the fact that, like, what's he going to end up playing this year? Like 70 games? It's unbelievable. Yeah, he's played 75 games already. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hope we get to the point where, like, if hopefully you're still doing these, we just, like, remember how many times we had to talk about this asshole and then we were the ones to end his Iron Man streak because we had to be the bad guys because nobody else would do it? I just want to get to that point. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's it's very it's it's insane that there's any sort of that they're still like the last game, the Chicago game, because the national announcers didn't know what the fuck else to talk about. Start talking about uh, the Flyers ending the Iron Man streak. It's like anyone who thinks they shouldn't have watched zero games. That's it. Oh, yeah. And a quick update. I have the Kraken game on. They just scored because, you know, that numbers man in the pregame kind of worried me a little bit because he's like, oh, they could still get the eighth pick. And I'm like, go fucking figure. Why not? That's uh, so I'm bringing up the scoreboard here now. I see. Ah, damn it. The Blackhawks. And I thought the Blackhawks were going to win the night. Uh, where is uh, the Kraken are up one nothing in the first? All right. That's yeah, oh, my God. Scored. They're out shooting them 11 2. This is awesome. Yeah, I'm hope I'm hoping they win, but you know, as you mentioned on the show earlier, Dave Haxtell has his guys, so keep putting those bad guys in so they lose. Yeah, I just I just want to see. Uh, I just it would be great if they played themselves out of that top pick. That would be awesome. I yeah, would then, laugh uh, so hard. <laughs> I guess. Uh, for Kelly, if you want, if you were t- you're talking about uh, post games, how about we do one? Uh, how about we all just jump on the Florida bandwagon and do post games after Florida's playoffs? <laughs> Screw it, let's have some fun. You know, uh, for the for the uh, members of BSH Radio, Patrick, and thanks a lot for joining. Who uh, who are on that Florida bandwagon, like Steph and Kelly? I think that's a great idea for them to uh, to maybe build up that their their Spotify audience. Yeah, listen listen to Bill very politely saying, "I'm not fucking doing it." I mean, like if it was like if we were king, like if he got traded to the Kings and they were gonna play maybe six playoff games this year, sure, all right. But he's on Florida. They're going to play like 20 playoff games minimum this year. I, I I can't do it. I can't do it to myself. I can't do it to my wife and my dog. I, 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 know. I, wanna, I want my nights to myself. We are um, un- unofficially, because I haven't picked a, a week yet, but we're, we're taking a week off because we need – to take a breather. This season has just been rude. I did the I did the show yesterday with whatever the fuck's the matter with me, bronchitis or pneumonia or Oh my I god, don't know, I forgot I again, COVID. again I forgot that you're sick. How are you feeling? Like crap? I I got a Z-pack in me. I feel fucking great today. I'm not wheezing nearly as much. Like do you want to go to bed and I'll just talk to people? Uh, we only have one call left. I'm good. Oh, okay. Uh, Jesse Murdoch, Jesse Murdoch, you're our final caller tonight. How are you? You're muted. You're muted, Jesse. Jesse. All right. Well, Jesse. we don't. Maybe he's back. All right. I think we got him back. Jesse. There you go. How are you? 
Hey, how you doing? Very well. No, I just, uh, I didn't really have uh, much else to add. I just wanted to point out. So I was at the game tonight and there, it was probably like five minutes into the third period. There was like a Jets fan, like trying to like egg me on, like telling me that the Flyers suck. And he was like, (laughs) oh, that was so close to getting that goal. Oh, so close. Be like, I want them to lose, pal. <laughs> like, I, losing I is good. Like, I mean, I just kind of looked at him and I was just thinking, like, you have no idea, like, how much I'm checked out and I'm wanting this loss. Like, like this is all draft picks, man. I don't even know what you're doing. Yeah, buddy, if anybody knows how much the Flyers suck, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> You, That's no one. You don't have to tell no one twice. I know. Nobody can hate on a Philadelphia team as much as a Philadelphia fan. Like anything you say, anything anyone else has to say, like I've said ten times worse about this team out loud on a podcast about the team. Yeah, that that the team executives listen to. Like, <laughs> oops. <laughs> No, and that's just all I wanted to say. It was just really amazing. Oh. I, I was just like, man, I was like, I, I'm, I'm just here because they're here once a year. I'm yeah. coming no matter what. So, and that, that's like, and that's who we are, Jesse, and I appreciate it. And I think that like, that's the thing some people will always take as, oh, well, you support them, so they're never, they're never gonna get, you know, they're never gonna rebuild because people keep supporting them, and like. I don't know, man. They've got games of like 5,000 people in the stands this year. They're still not getting the hint. It has nothing to do with that. Like, Yeah, it's – I love that Flyers fans, no matter where they live, will show up to games no matter how uh, freaking awful this team is. Me all the way down here in Atlanta, when they go to – Let's see what's closest to here. Nashville. Nashville is the closest. I think it's like four hours. Um, Raleigh is like six or seven. Um, Like that would be really cool. And I know, I know that they have been since I've lived here, Um, but family circumstances and stuff, I couldn't make it to those games, but like, I'll definitely go. That would be cool as hell. Well, your boys won tonight. I mean, it's the first it's the first time this franchise has shut out the Flyers since 2011 when they were the Thrashers. Oh, yes. That's good shit. Have I'm sure that I've mentioned I I definitely mentioned on the podcast that I didn't know a Thrasher was a bird. I didn't know that either, and it, like I remember their logo and just never put it together. Yeah, I. All right, Harris is back. We're going to go to Harris real quick. Um, hey, Steph, I have a question for you. What's up? Um, what, you've been a fan of the team since, is it 10-11 uh, or 11-12? That's a great question. I think 11-12, I've got very little memory of exact dates. So it was... The Yager team? I was definitely around for the Yager team. Um, Were you around for when Pronger... Uh, or no, that was um, so. What were you around for the Boston sweep, where they got swept by Boston twenty eleven? I don't remember. I don't okay, remember. but yeah, like the point is that uh, you've had really bad luck. They've yeah, I think I am the bad luck. <laughs> um, because like, what's your best memory as a fan of the team? Yeah, well... Is it that Penguin series? Or is it like the yeah. run in 2020 where they were good for three months? Really oh, good. It was definitely the Penguin series. I That's that's the, the style of hockey that I love the best. Um, and we don't really get too much of that anymore. Um, oh, God. That, that series was, like, the favorite thing ever. I really thought you were going to say the uh, the Braden Shen hat trick when Bra Lady threw the bra on the ice. I was there. Bra Lady was not me, and I didn't see. Were, were we there together? Yes, but you were. It was, I was us at the bar. and the Sons of Penn guys, and you were somewhere. I was at the bar. I didn't even get to see it. 
Yeah, it was like right when we started Sons of Penn and yeah. you had gone to the bar. <sighs> what a jackass. No, I mean my my normal my normal answer is my best memory, the best feeling as a Flyers fan was always when they jumped from 13 to 2 in in the draft, but Oof. Oof. like well, that worked out. I, I you know, I and everything is tainted now because that's that's why. That's why I was so like he's gotta work out. He's good. Because that was the best thing. That was like the only thing I could cling on to. And and now that is just a pile of ash. Okay, so I'm gonna ask a question. This is for both of you. What move um that turned out and it went like the wrong way, what move were you most critical of? Um that a GM or the team made, and then you were proven correct. Like, like a draft pick, a trade, like a, a signing. Like, what were you very critical of at the time, and then you were proven right? Because, like, we're all wrong a lot. I just want to hear like what you guys were right about. I'm right about so many things, but like, that's kind of a joke, but also not. Um, this year, I crushed the Martin Jones signing. And then he was good for a couple of days. And I was like, well, fuck that up. And then he sucked for the rest of the year. Uh, Peter Mrazek, that was that was really personally satisfying because I was right the whole time and Bill was very wrong. He was awesome that first week, though. Bill was Bill was ready to give him a seven-year contract. Five. I wanted to give him a five-year contract. Were you guys mad when they drafted Moran? I don't remember. I remember making fun of it. I just remember, like, he had a quote, like, I can fight anybody, and I just lost my shit on Twitter over that. I was like, well, that doesn't fucking matter, dude. Defensemen aren't supposed to fight. There's only six of them. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to be without one for five minutes, and it's when we drafted in the first round? Cool. I. What year was he drafted? 2013. He was 13. picked right, right ahead of uh, – he was picked 11th. He was right ahead of Domi, um, Morrissey, and Pollock. That was before I was really following the draft. So I – it was more like, okay, this is who they picked. Okay. Like I didn't know really enough to analyze it. Yeah, because that's um, the year of – that's Moran, Haig, and Goldborn were the first three picks. Yeah. No, I would have because looking back, like I remember when Goldborn got drafted, and I remember being really critical of that. So I, I have no memory, no recollection of how I felt about them drafting Moran. Um, what else? I, I think that I was right about Morgan Frost. I was always yeah. You were right. you were not happy with that pick because you was project. I went back and listened to some of your older pods. You um. You were not happy that um, he was projected to go from like forty to to sixty, and they picked him at what twenty seven. Yeah, and you thought there were better guys on the board. Like everyone at the time was, uh, or a lot of people in the Flyers community were saying, uh, uh, Tolvanen. Yeah, um, they put his name on the screen. They sure did. Yeah, and like Tolvanen's fine. He's a power play specialist who hasn't been that good this year. Um, and the guy that they missed on, obviously with two picks, is uh, it's is Robertson who had who just hit his 40th goal last night for Dallas, which yeah. is incredible. And but you were right about Frost. Yeah, you you were right about Frost, and the, the crazy like there's still potential with Frost, but um, yeah. Uh, but it, it would have been. It would have been fine to draft him in the second round. That would have been fine. Kelly was right about J.L. Bryan. Kelly said that the J.L. Bryan pick was such a waste because they could have gotten him later, and it's such a huge risk, and Kelly was right. Yeah, that sounds – yeah, Kelly is also right about a lot of things. Um, uh, Joel Farabee I was right about. Charlie was too. That's who Charlie wanted. Yeah, That was Charlie's was- guy that year. He was, yeah, he was my guy too. And that was, that was stroke year. And I, (laughs) that was the year that I had the stroke and I left the house to go and watch that draft at our BSH draft party. Like I had absolutely no business being there. I think it was like two months after I had a stroke, but I was there and I saw Joel Farabee get drafted. That was really cool. I like Joel Farabee. 
Yeah, and you having a stroke and then like going out in public, that means you're hockey tough. Like you're you're tough yeah. like, hockey players. Because remember, Rich Peverly like literally died on the died bench. died then, on the bench. And then he got to the dressing room and said, "Hey, can I go back in the game?" Yeah, unbelievable. I remember I remember that very clearly. So you're basically Rich Peverly, sort of. I'm into that. I actually, I <laughs> this is stupid, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I I used to date a guy who went to college with uh, Peverly and they like knew each other. And I just happened to be dating him when that incident happened. 2013. Yep. And um, he was like, he texted him was like, bro, what the fuck? Are you okay? And it looks like cool to hear that he was, he's he was drinking right. at the bar that night. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm good. He's like, he's like, I'm fine. Everything's cool. <laughs> I just died for a minute, but I'm back. Yeah, and, and Rich Peverly, is, uh, he's in the uh, Stars front office, and he's doing well. Uh, Bill, do you have anything else that like you were like super right about or you were critical of Hextall? I can't. I, so much of what I say is a bit. <laughs> there was remember. something. There was something that you were right about really recently, and it pissed me off that you were really right about it. And I can't remember what it was. I, I, I only remember what I'm wrong because that's way funnier. Yeah. <laughs> I also let's, let's, remember when I'm wrong a lot. Let's get Matt back in and then we can wrap it up. What's up, Matt? Hey, Bill. Thanks for uh, for taking me on again. I'll I'll be a lot quicker this time and hey again, Steph. Um, yeah, you know, I just uh, I just want to say I, I'm not going to be with you guys probably on uh, on Friday. I got to work there, but. Um, Thanks. Uh, you know, this is my first year on here. It's been uh, it's been quite a quite a fucking ride. Has been uh, it's been pretty fun. But you guys have definitely made the the year more uh, more enjoyable. I used to listen to your podcasts, just whatever as podcasts, um, not the post game things. But um, you know, if I uh, if I ever see you in person, Bill, you know, I'd uh, I'd definitely give you a high five. Maybe a I don't know, you know a a locker room slap on the ass or a, you know, a, 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 a nod from like a restraining order distance. Uh, but, uh, definitely the slap on the ass. <laughs> Absolutely do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just, just want to say thanks. I don't know what kind of shit you guys have planned for, uh, for off season. And, you know, again, thanks to, to Kelly and Charlie, if you guys can pass that shit on, but uh, uh, you know, thanks. Thanks for what you do. I think quite a few of us have uh, have enjoyed this and uh, will you know, hopefully continue to, uh, to enjoy it and to uh, into the future there. Thank you so much. Well, thanks a lot, Matt. Really yeah, it's that. see, Steph. This is what's great about the post games. It's it's an audience like you'd really have to want it to come in and hate. Because like yeah. I can just I can just ban you or hang up. Like I've cultivated a nice audience here where they uh, they appreciate our efforts. But you know, one game left, and then we go into the off season, and it's not really the off season. We do less, but we still do shit. So. We still do shit every week. So real quick, the people who are listening and here with us, I'm sure that you're like, you listen to our, our other stuff. Um, how did you, how did you feel about the um, Better Call Saul preview with Steve and Ryan? I listened to it. I loved it. And I wanted to do more. Um, like I just kind of told them today hey, I'm going to rewatch Breaking Bad and then you two are going to talk to me every week about it in front of a microphone. And they they agreed, kind of, but it was more me telling them that we were going to do that. Um, so just wanted to get a feel for, okay, BSH Radio, post game only. Okay, that's no problem. But like, if you didn't like it, <laughs> then you tell me. <laughs> that's that's probably the, the bigger issue. Um but if you did, that's awesome. We're going to do more of that. Yeah, uh, we could do some of the like the pandemic-style shows we did where we just kind of talk about nonsense and uh, fill the time. But there's going to be a lot to talk about this offseason, I hope. I hope the Flyers do shit. Um, you know, I don't necessarily agree with the plan, but I hope uh, I hope they nail it so we don't have to live through another season like this because this was fucking torture. This was real bad. All right, you got anything else tonight, Steph? Oh, 
I'm typing, and apparently that's real hard for me at the moment. <laughs> right. uh, so I'll just say it out loud. Thank you for all of your feedback, everyone. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you. Um, what other things? Friday, last game, last home game. This this whole freaking season has been torture. I feel like, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the general vibe around the NHL right now is just, it's been really hard on everyone. Like, even if your team is doing well, I feel like it's just, like the vibe is just shit. Am I wrong? No, it's just the season has been, I feel like long forever. Like, maybe because we haven't had an 82-game season in three years or whatever. It's just, this has felt like a real grind. (laughs) It just, they played what a a 70 and then a 56 game season. And now, Oh yeah. 82. It's, it's, it's every bit of like seven months or whatever the fuck it's been. Like it's imagine if they had taken off that whole month of February, like that would have been insane. Oh no. Like you, you, you totally, you totally fall out of the routine of doing anything. And then suddenly it's every night again. Oh my God. Yeah. And when they, when they have to reschedule games, then it's like, what the fuck are the stars doing? Uh, They're tied three, three with the coyotes. Uh, Why, why is this happening? Just score five goals. The coyotes started a goalie tonight who in three starts this year allowed 17 goals. What is going on? The Stars are on a back-to-back. They went, like, six, seven rounds in a shootout last night. Who gives a fuck? It's the Coyotes. I I know. I know. It's like saying you can't beat the Flyers almost. All right. That is all... That is all the time we have for you on Flyers uh, postgame here on BSH Radio Spotify Live. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. If you haven't already, you got to hit that subscribe button. Search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts. And boom, content, content, content as we've gone over all night. Just because the season's ending doesn't mean our podcasts will. Uh, we'll do off-season content. There will be some sort of these live things uh, for breaking news and stuff. And maybe more often, but probably not. I wouldn't bank on it. I'm not committing to it, uh, but we'll do this. You know, Flyers make a trade or something, and the flagship show will continue. Fly Purple continues. All that and more. So make sure you hit subscribe, and let's drown out some of those negative reviews. Pump up our five stars. Leave some okay. kind words for everybody. And uh, like, that's it for me. Say nice things about us specifically because, like, I, I read them. I don't know. I don't think anybody else does. I do. Um, also, if you're in here, follow Kelly and I, because there's a really good chance that we just jump on here at any given point during the off season. Yeah. Follow Steph and Kelly. Uh, it's when this all started and it was uh, locker room, you had to make individual accounts and they were linked to your Twitter. So that's why this is under like my name and not BSH radio. And so when we do them, if someone fills in for me, like it's a totally, uh, we have to cultivate a different audience. So follow Stephen Kelly here on Spotify Live, uh, so you don't miss a damn thing. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Thank you to Steph for joining me tonight. Thanks to Hinkle as always for hanging out in the comments. Uh, yeah, my name is Bill Matz. Until Friday, have a great week, everybody. <laughs>